Growth and comfort do not coexist. Jenny Ramati. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Rashina Nicole podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome and thank you so, so much for tuning in. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back and thank you so much for continuing to listen to and follow my podcast. Today, I have Ayada Moore on here with me and together her and I will be discussing what has recently forced us to grow. As some of you guys may know, um, per my previous podcast, growth and evolution are my two primary goals in life. So I thought this would be an excellent podcast to have today, an excellent conversation to have today with Ayata Moore. So without further ado, we're going to hop right on into the podcast and I hope you guys enjoy. Ayada Moore, what's going on? I am doing okay, kind of pumped for this podcast. I'm excited for us to be having this conversation. I know that we both have been experiencing a lot of growth lately, so I definitely wanted to clue you in on this conversation because I'm sure that a lot of my listeners can learn a few things from what you've been experiencing. So I think that we're just going to go ahead and just kind of hop right on in because I want to get our hot points to get get our hot points across so that we can make sure they're getting everything that they can out of this conversation. So um, I guess we'll both just start off with what we both have experienced lately that has forced us to grow and we'll shoot from there. So I'll let you go first. experience lately has been pushing me towards um, having happiness in my life, in my mm. day-to-day life, um, just like in a more consistent fashion. I think I noticed that typically what was happening is my main, my like energetic home space in my body is was a very like neutral place. And mm-hmm. I think that I was realizing that, you know, it was becoming uncomfortable. And so I was like, oh, okay, so well, let me just like vibe higher, right? I'm going to just learn how to how to do that. And so then I had to address the conversation of happiness and where that's been showing up or missing in my life. And what is my, my, my story, my belief, or what I was telling myself about happiness. Mm-hmm. And so, so that brought me down a path of realizing that I actually thought happiness, in some way, how I was handling it, was like happiness wasn't real or was like very sporadic. Like it was not necessarily the main flow of a day. It was just something that happens during your day here and there. And it's really not so much like happiness, like, you know, like say, for example, the happy-go-lucky person. The happy-go-lucky person, I thought that they were faking. I'm going to be honest with you. Really? (laughs) What? Really? And you're also funny. You're also funny on those days too, might I add. Yeah, I have a lot of fun on those days. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, like 
it's okay. Like, this can be no, this can be my normal. Like, I can make this my normal. But along the path of understanding what the aspects of myself were um, acting out this unhappiness and um, trending down this I'm available to suffering in, in a way path, um, <laughs> I felt like that was um, me not seeing where I was not allowing myself to live. Uh-huh. Um, restrictions on what's right, what's wrong. That part. Um, and then realizing that I wasn't living to my fullest capacity in mm-hmm. life. I really wasn't living my best life because I was not allowing that. And mediocrity was okay. Like so, you so would you say you felt like you weren't? So you do you feel like you say you weren't choosing to be the best, yeah. the best self. Yes, because I, I felt like that would be setting a standard that was too high for me. Oh, for where I was coming from. Got it. And, and it was this was just something that carried on for years and went, went unquestioned. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm that I was questioning it, like in the last few weeks, I realized that you know, hey, I could be doing like way better than I'm doing right now. Like I could do it. Like I just I just didn't realize where I was at with it until I got uncomfortable there. And, um, I outgrew that space. It was very in between. It was like his middle space, so that if if the shoe falls, it won't be too far dropped for me. You know, and for me, it won't be too far dropped. It won't be devastating. It'll be like, oh, okay, almost like a false sense of security. A false sense of security. Completely false because it was just in my head. Um, (laughs) A protective layer you basically Um, built to keep yourself safe. Yes, it was something because I, I did need that for part of my life when I was young, much younger. I needed it. You know, teenager and early mm-hmm. 20s, you know, that was, I needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I did, I grew out of it. So I grew out of needing that. And so my my whole energy space of what I call my, my energetic home space had to shift. So in learning about this happiness and stepping into this more fulfilling life, I had to face the challenges of believing in myself. So there was some Ooh. of that coming from childhood, of course, of not believing in myself completely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not completely trusting myself. Even though I really trust myself a lot, I just didn't... In certain areas, you didn't... I would still question stuff, even though I, I go ahead and act on it later. Got it. Like, so you weren't confident. You would say you would want something, but you're not confident in it. So you would question whether it was the yeah. right thing. It's, it's going back to that. Is this the right decision? Or okay, so that, that's a whole mouthful. Because I want to say this, y'all, before she goes on, there is only whatever decision you make in every moment is perfection. There is never a right or a long a wrong choice. There is always. I will say this is something to be learned with every choice that you make. But there's never a right. Or a wrong choice. And the one thing is that we have free will. So when you make a choice, if you get down that path and you decide that this is no longer the right choice, you can always pivot and make a different choice. It doesn't have to be this dilemma that we make it out, this big issue that we make it out to be. And and, and, and in her case, like we said, in the form of I made this bad choice, so now I can't trust myself because I've made bad choices. When really, in, in essence, nothing is really good or bad. It just is. Always. Yeah. It just always is. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that, that judgment of it being wrong or bad is because we were taught judgment in childhood. Like, that's something we're taught. So, you know, when your child, when your parents spanks you because you're doing something so-called wrong, mm-hmm. then, 
you know, you're teaching the child not to trust themselves in ways, and you're also teaching them that they are not correct. And then there's this whole that like, you have to deal with that through life, like leaning on other things outside of you to dictate whether you're right or wrong. And once you become an adult, that's your job, that's your friends, that's your whoever you included, your family, that's you know society. We give these other things the the judgment, um, uh, like. Uh, I want to say like a pedestal to judge you and, and oh my gosh okay okay wait because I just I now I got now I gotta go I got I just gotta take a step into that because you just said that because remember okay with with my situation it, it happened in the form of a relationship that I recently entered and I had to it was some things that were going on and I knew what way I wanted to move but there was always a level of I don't trust myself to move in this direction. So I need confirmation to confirm what I should or should not do. And in the essence, I was really honestly judging what I wanted to do based off of what the world would say or how it would be viewed in terms of what was going on. And I had to learn how to trust again in that moment. It was reiterated to trust myself above everything else and then when I was asking certain questions some of it was to validate what 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 I wanted or what I wanted to feel instead of just trusting myself so I I do think that it's something to be said is that we sometimes when we're asking advice it is really in essence asking somebody else to validate what we feel which is also then why we get um offended when people don't agree with us Yes, yes. Or when yes. they say something that, you know, that's like when, like when they tell us to do something that we really don't want to do because we're yes. calling them seeking, asking, basically asking for their permission to make this decision. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. That's true. It's like you have to, what I was telling myself and um, actually getting more clarity on today was um, I am my affirmation and my confirmation. Yes, yes. So all, all of me agrees with what I'm doing. Then that's it, period. Yep. If I agree with myself, then we're good. We're golden. Like, because I'm not making any decisions that I'm questioning and asking them to be like, oh, no, I shouldn't do that. There is none of that. I consciously made this decision. I know what decision I made. And even if it goes in a way that I end up, like, having some sort of um, unpleasant experience, that's perfect because, thank you, yes, I get to now take this new information and apply that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm never short. Exactly. You're never short. You would never come up short. And I feel like the desk, because remember, I sent you the thing. And I think we had opened up this conversation before. God, I was so many gems in that conversation where I told you what I had learned about just in this one experience, all the lessons that I had. Y'all, y'all just don't know all the lessons I got and what I learned about myself in just one experience. So after this experience that, you know, I recently had, um, with this person that I'm involved with, I um this post came about, and I sent it to Ayatomore, and it said, "Learn to trust the journey, even if you do not understand it. Sometimes, what you never wanted or expected turns out to be what you needed." And what that taught me was that any path I go down, just because it may not be what I anticipated it to be initially, does not make it the wrong thing for me. It could actually be the exact thing that I needed. And in this case, I felt like that this situation was exactly what I needed because it helped me to really look at things from a higher perspective and and see things different. And it also taught me that sometimes the picture that you have in your mind is not always what's meant to play out 
Sometimes what happens is exactly what needs to happen because you need it for whatever reason. You need to learn or you need to grow in some way. And I will say I definitely <laughs> got some growth. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. ridiculous. Like, and it also taught me how to trust my path more. And it also helped me to be, take take my hands off the steering wheel as much and be like, okay, all right. So I just, I trust where my life is going. And that's, and that's what it is. I trust that life will always deliver to me exactly what I need. And I don't need to be so attached to any and everything that's coming into my life or things that I want. Because sometimes I don't recognize that the thing I want is not what I need. And, and honestly, because I'm about growth and evolution, I want what I need before I want what I want. Because what I need is going to take me further most times than what I want. Yes, ma'am. Um, definitely. And one of the things, uh, one of the other things about uh, this conversation is that, and I just want to point this out because I never really put all these pieces together, but fear, doubt, and worry, like, they travel in the same circles. <laughs> like, they're besties. <laughs> and so, um, I know that Nikki had told me someone had told her that he doesn't worry because he feels like he trusts God. And for me, that means I trust the, I trust the, me myself as a creator. I trust the space that I call the universe, my world, my experience on the exterior. And it also says that, you know, I'm, I'm um, excuse me, I am trusting this unfoldment that I'm, you know, walking my path. And so if I cannot worry, if someone cannot worry, the question was, you know, can someone not doubt? Like when you have belief in yourself, I feel like, that I was understanding that you don't have to doubt. No. You don't have to question yourself. You can just make the choice and move with it. And that can be it. You don't have to doubt. You can live a life without doubt. And for me, that felt like a new thought. Like, so doubt don't have to exist because I've never known a life without doubt. <laughs> because because, we, because we've been programmed. Yeah. We've been programmed with that way. We Think about it. We think about what we saw our parents do and then what they saw their parents do. It's programming. And you have to, un, it's like we said, you have to unlearn what you were taught. And when you understand that nothing is, again, going back to that nothing is ever good or bad, it just is. And everything is perfect and purposeful. Everything that happens serves a purpose. Then you get away from this. I have to worry about the decisions that I'm making because you understand that no matter what is going to bear some sort of fruit. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, and I, that's a, that is a blessing. I feel like for me, when I learned that and I really started applying to my life, it was really a godsend. Like it was, it was something that really changed my life because I've always lived off of what's right and wrong. Every decision I've ever made has been on what's right and wrong. I've thought and thought and overthought and thought again. You know, so, like, <laughs> so many of my decisions that it's like, okay. So I don't have to do that now, you know, no. I can actually just be okay with what I choose, you know, and I don't have to be worried about pain because if I'm really choosing what I think feels good to me, I can't do nothing but be grateful for the experience in the end. Yes. And even if I don't like the results, I can still be grateful. This is the thing. Gratitude does not have a limitation on it. Yep. You can be grateful for everything. Can, can I just, can I just speak to that? Which is why, like, I've, I've gotten in a habit of doing gratitude and like, even in this situation, oh, I got to say this because I think I had gave this to you, but I think I want to give it to the listeners. When I was going through this transition, um, me and with my, my situation, it caused me to grow. 
and my feelings were hurt and I was I remember I was crying in a moment because I was like I don't know what to do about this I, I I this is not what I thought it was going to be I don't know how to move forward with this and something I had actually said something to Ayada Moore and Ayada Moore had gave it back to me and I had told her whenever you're going through something bless everything about the situation just bless it and in that moment, I literally was just like, I bless how I'm feeling. I bless that person. I bless that this has happened. I bless that that is happening. I bless this. I bless what I am feeling right now. I bless the fact that my heart feels broken. I bless the fact that I'm crying. I just blessed everything. And after I blessed it, it was like giving it permission to be there and saying that it's okay that it's here. It's like saying there's nothing wrong with what is happening right now. This is what is happening mm -hmm. right now. And I'm going to be appreciative and I'm just going to bless it. Mm -hmm. And then now, like, I'm so glad that I did because, y'all, I feel like I'm, like, in one of the most beautiful love stories ever in my life. And then when I think about when I think about what, what would have happened if I had just decided to be, like, pump the brakes, I don't want to do this, I may have missed my blessing. So... Yes, I may have been missing my blessing. So I think that that's one of the things that I learned is that just because everything doesn't start perfectly. That's what I, that's one of the things it, it taught me is it doesn't go, everything does not go perfectly. And we're taught this thing about everything has to start a certain way or it's not right. Yes, if yes. it starts off and if there's chaos or you feel discorded, it's wrong. Sometimes the chaos happens for everything to, to go correctly. It needs to happen for it to go correctly. Mm, mm, yes, yes. I so believe that. Like, it's so many times where there were points where I felt like it was chaos happening, that a blessing came out of it in the end, that, you know, chaos is, like, I almost kind of like, oh, it's chaos? Okay, so it's changing. Like, <laughs> oh, what's the lining? <laughs> it's not even a bad thing to me anymore. It's like, oh, okay, I, don't, I may not enjoy every second of it, but I'll be like, okay, that means something's changing. So let me, like, this is align with what it is that, you know, I want to call forth in this and what it is that um, this experience is bringing to me and showing me. Right. Yeah, sometimes, um, you know, depending on where you are in life, of course, that the way that looks in the end is going to vary, but it's still your, you know, outcome. It's your outcome. You navigate the outcome. Yes. Um, and, and you find yourself in that. Whichever yes. way and however far down the line, you still find yourself like, okay, I could, I, I did that, you know, like that's happened because oh. I did that, you know, and you have to, you have to be in acceptance of that. And I feel like that's a good thing, a good point to always remember in all things there, you can find acceptance and it offers you peace and healing and so many beautiful mm. things. Yes, because in, in that being able to bless it, I learned as well. Yeah. Like y'all, y'all, it's not even a room on this podcast for all the lessons I learned in this. And I, y'all more can tell y'all when I was just going through the lessons that I learned in this one situation like it was plentiful and I but one thing I will say is that it taught it made me see myself in the sense of me trying to avoid pain because I've been hurt so many times in my life I, I was always trying to avoid pain but in this case pain became my friend because it showed me myself and then it showed it brought to me something so entirely beautiful Yes, yes, yes. I feel you. Um, I, I got the blessed thing actually from you. 
okay. I was like, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to come back. Let me just, I need to just take a few breaths. (laughs) Yeah, heck yeah. But I did never forget it because I was like, bless it. Bless it, you know, like that's what's going on in my head. Yeah, but that's what you hear when somebody tells you to bless the situation and you're going through pain and it hurts and it doesn't feel good. You like, nigga, bless what? Bless this? I'm not blessing nothing. Because <laughs> that's how I felt. Because when you gave the words back to me, even after I gave them to you, and remember the same reaction you had that you had when you was like, bless this, what? That was me. When my words came back to me, it was like, bless this situation. I was like, I don't want to bless this shit. I was like, bless what? I'm pissed. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I feel like my emotions is being toyed with. Bless this. Man, but when I got to blessing it, the, the peace that came over me after I blessed it. And I was like, yo, and I just cried my way through it. It was like, yo, I bless, I bless every inch of this situation. Yo, like the peace that comes after that is beyond. That's alchemy at its best. Yes, yes, yes. But don't we always say that? Um, I am with alchemists, right? Yes, yes, well, yes. I totally believe that. I believe our existence is alchemy. Like just the fact that we breathe, we turn air into life. That's that's something, you know. <laughs> just the fact that two people can come together with some some sperm and you know whatever and and create a whole human being. That's alchemy. And then the baby can exist in the mama's belly in water. That's alchemy. <laughs> Yes, so so many elements of just being here that is alchemy. So it's like we have to own that and just use it in all the different ways. Because it's like in our being, it's, it's us all day. We exist in alchemy. Like we yes. are constantly moving uh, transformation in our body of like the body of human. And so it's like we can take the energy that, that the body provides and we can use it to manipulate the things we see, our reality, and our experience as well. And so, you know, because that power generates power within us. And, and yes. But <laughs> yes. But so this is this is a way that you alchemize your sufferings and your pains. Yes, because we choose. But I think the hardest thing for people to accept, and I'm going to say this, and some of y'all listening to me are not going to group, are not going to like what I'm about to say. We choose suffering. When yes. you choose to 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 see things in particular light that causes you to be sad and down, you're choosing to suffer because you can always choose a higher perspective. How you feel is dictated by you. Real talk. That's not saying that that the situation may not hurt, but either you can sit there and think the worst thoughts and feel the worst, or you could choose to to level up and level up to a higher vibration. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And I love that, like choosing your perspective because it's so transformational. Like just stepping back and being like, okay, I don't have to look at it this way. Like that, that it does so much sometimes. And for me, anyway, I was speaking from my experience. And um, I've really been able to transform a lot of things that I probably went through. I feel like I went through it already in the past, but somehow something didn't get completed. And I had to revisit it. When I revisited it, and I was like, I know I didn't do this. Like, oh, like what am I actually thinking and feeling? And then actually being like, okay, well, that was the perspective I was holding. If anything emotion come up, then that's fine. It's not cool. I'm going to go ahead and change this perspective to this now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then deal with myself on, on how we're going to do that if I need to. Because sometimes it's not that it's not that complicated. You just pick a different right. perspective and you just go ahead and, and repeat it to yourself so you can put it in there. <laughs> get it in there. Mm-hmm. And then get it into your mind. And then 
your mind helps your body to acclimate, acclimate, there we go, acclimate. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, just like that, just like I said it. Bam. <laughs> your body does that, and then you, you create a new pathway for your energy to flow, and you can start to manifest from that new perspective. That part. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, all every everything of what she just said because <laughs> y'all just don't know like the experiences that me and Ayatomore have been having lately. Like you talk about force change. I'm choosing not change. I choose not change, but it's because I'm at a point where I, I got like it's not an option. Um, it's not an option. So I welcome it all, but you know. <laughs> yes, you. you I know that comes with time. Everybody don't 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 do that, and it's it's okay. It's all perfect. It's all beautiful in the mind. I ain't got no complaints. I understand. <laughs> I overstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm overstanding <laughs> now, but I will say that sometimes growth can be uncomfortable, and when it's uncomfortable. You have to learn how to find comfort in being uncomfortable. Pretty much. That's, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's because, <laughs> yes, acceptance and perception is everything. Yes. Yes. Acceptance yes. and perception is everything. So you want to check in with yourself. Why can't I move forward? Ask yourself, am I accepting this? And then what is my perception on this? How am I looking at this? Am I looking at this from the prospect of this is for my highest good? Or am I looking at this as this is harming me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Definitely important step to take. I would say when something happens, step back and try to look from your inner self, from your, your third eyes, I say. Try to step back and, and really hone in on like what is actually going down right now. Like what role am I playing and what role are they playing? Because it's, it's a play because a lot of people out here, not, they don't know who they are. And they're not operating fully in who they are, even if they are leaning towards I know who I am. There's still a layer of self that it has to be uh addressed yes and so until that those things happen which you know we are at a high transformation point in this world right now um you you kind of have to make space for that you know yes. just from keeping your peace you don't have to of course it's your choice you can choose to take it however you want but the the higher role or the the, the ease perspective would be to take a step back and really look at the whole picture like okay what are they showing me in myself what um what am i feeling in myself and, and how are we cooperatively um participating in this moment and, and what can i get out of it Right, um, agreed. That, that does a lot for you too, to step back when you have a moment with people. Yes, um, and that, that is always key. <laughs> Definitely always step back in everything and assess. In everything, take a step back. Because I guarantee you, once you take a step back and you sit with yourself and you really look, look at it and you're able to see it for what it is, I promise you, yeah. you, you can and most times you will shift that perspective. Yeah, and you'll be able to see your role and then pick what you want your role to be going forward. Yes. Um, because even though you may have made some decisions already, you can still choose where there's availability when those other moments arise, especially in dealing with like relationships or people you deal with regularly. Just Oh, just God. Open. That's, oh, God. Relationship. I will say this. Relationships are the hardest. They are because you're dealing with someone else. They can be the hardest place to step back and assess and look at yourself and and, and not just like, in, and I mean in all relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, everything. Sometimes you really do have to step back and be like, okay, wait, all right, let me look at self. What is going on within me right now? First and foremost, let me, let me deal with that and then go to the person. Wow. 
and let me yeah. because when I approach you, I want to be able to approach you from the from my higher self or from the most highest. What I want to say, most the most greatest level. Yes, the most greatest level of yeah. awareness that I can, and bringing awareness to the situation. Because I will say, like in my situation, I did that was so challenging. Like I can't tell you how many times, and Ayala more can tell you how many times I had to step back and be like, okay, Nikki, wait a minute. Wait, pause. What is this? And I will say that me doing that is also actually what kept me in the ring. Because I was out of there. But, <laughs> yeah, but. So for, me, for me, I feel like it's easier to look at what they're showing me. Because even if I can't see myself, I feel like I can see what is being presented to me. And so, how that's making me feel and how they're projecting to me that they're feeling. Those places are where I can dig the best. So I, I know you got to engineer that process for your individual experience, however it works best for you. But if I can't see myself and what I am presenting, which sometimes I've had moments when I could not see past myself, I would just look at them and be like, okay, well, they're, they're presenting me this. These are the emotions that are present. And where are they, where is that triggering me? That, that, that part. Yes. I mean, that may be a little bit of reverse engineering, but that... But no, but when I'm struggling to see myself, but you're you know onto something with that because no matter who you're with, okay, no matter who you're with, that person is going to trigger you in some way. You're going to be triggered. So, like you said, if you can't find the where is it in me that this is triggering me, you start talking to them, you'll see where it's triggering you. You start asking the right questions, you'll see where it's where it's triggering you. Like, is is. Yes, like and I like I said, I think that that was again that was one of the lessons that I had to learn was also seeing myself and why I was being so triggered and understanding that some of my triggers were coming from home and just wanting to be loved correctly because I didn't feel like I had that, you know. And then also being un like I always used to say that I trust myself before I trust somebody else. But as Ayada Moore said, but when you if you trust yourself completely, then there is no lack of trust in the other person because you trust yourself. Yeah, so it's like you're not looking for them to be trustworthy. You're knowing what you're seeing. You're following your discernment, and you're walking forward in that and mm -hmm. not inside someone else's or trying to figure out someone else's perception. Yes. And it's very difficult to do to look to other people when it comes to trusting situations. Like, I have found that is the hardest. That has been one of the hardest things for me to do. Me too. So as soon as I learned it, the sooner I learned how to trust myself and my own discernment, the better off I was in every way, mentally, physically, Yes, but I will also say this in trusting yourself, sometimes you gotta learn how to when you trust yourself and you're dealing with someone else, you have to learn how to also not look through the lens of fear. Because fear will be that thing that gets in the way of okay, you'll see something, but because you're scared, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna muddy make the lens unclear so you also when when fear tries to step in clear that out then get back to the discernment of whatever because fear is an ugly beast and fear will have you making some not so great decisions but when you trust yourself and you trust what you know yeah then you you know how you know how to walk into the fear and say i see you but i'm not gonna let you drive this vehicle yeah, yeah, also, yes, also, like, being able to just kind of 
Um, because I mean, I guess this is what I want to say to be an acceptance of the fact that you see, you see it. And, it's, and I call it nurturing it because it's something that's unnurtured. It's there because there's a space of you that feels like missing lack, some sort of missing um, perspective on something. So when you accept it and you nurture it, you go into it and you, you give it what it needs. That part. It needs attention in whatever area of your life. Tell it to, like, get that energy to show you, show me myself. Yes. Go you know, your heart with that and, and, and really just be ready to be with yourself because then you can take off those layers and you can actually like uh like obliterate the tr- the, the fear issue. Kind of like you can just knock it down a significant amount um just by doing that and not have to, you know, try to function with it. Yes. Even when I have walked on, and this is what I know, even when I have been like, okay, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway, and I put all of my energy into doing the thing I say I'm doing, I still have to shut that fear down. At some point, it gets shut down, whether I consciously do it or subconsciously do it, it still gets shut down in that, in that walk. And, so, and also yeah. understanding that fear is, is not real. It's, 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 it's not, it's not real. It's, you're creating a scenario in your mind to keep you safe. And here's the thing. You're never safe. It's a false sense of safety. And you have this, even when you think you're protecting yourself, that don't mean you're protecting yourself, baby love. You cannot protect yourself from something that is meant for you. Let's be clear. Because if you don't get it that way, oh, it's going to reappear. It always does. Whenever you need to get something or understand something, trying to protect yourself is, is, is worthless because it's coming to you one way or the other. Yeah, okay. That's how I got what you saying. So you're saying, yeah, that it's a false sense of safety. Yes, it's a false yeah. sense of safety. Yeah. Yeah, and what you're really doing is like creating a box within yourself. It's like you're creating a barrier that you think is protecting you, but you're also in the box. It, so yeah. it's not like you're Thank you. Thank you. You're just telling yourself you're safe for whatever period of time that that works. Eventually, it's probably going to stop working or it's going to be challenged because it's a lie. <laughs> and vibrationally, you're going to want to, you know, clear that out vibrationally and subconsciously. And your higher self is going to want to bring that back up, like you said, so that you can, um, you know, clarify that right. perspective. Exactly. Yeah. And let me tell y'all something. Sometimes the most beautiful things can be on the other side of walking straight through that fear. Just because you have a fear doesn't mean it's a legitimate fear. It just means that you, I I just, it just means in that moment you feel the need to protect yourself from something that ain't even happened yet. So so you're not, you could be blocking your, you could be blocking your whole blessing because you scared. Exactly. And then create a whole story in your mind behind that fear. And here's the thing. And then when you get to it, it ain't nothing like you thought it was going to be. That's crazy. I had read a meme the other day that said that exact same thing about being on the other side of fear. I think it was a quote from Will Smith, but I'm not sure, um, about uh, everything that you, it's like everything on the other side of that fear is is typically what you do actually want. Facts. Everything on the other side of the fear is what you actually are wanting to be. Facts. This is but why Right, but you'll never know if you don't step into the fear. You'll never know. You will yeah. yo, and this is why, okay, y'all, straight up. We about to end this podcast. I didn't want it to be this long, but 
Straight up, me and Ayanna Moore had this conversation the other day about walking. Every fear that we encounter, we're going to walk right into it. Going to walk right into it, be 10 toes in it, and walk straight through it. Because like she said, more than likely on the other side of that fear is exactly what you've been wanting. But you're going to stop yourself from getting what you want because you're scared. So when when you don't when you don't get your blessing, you just make sure you look at yourself. Cause you the reason why it ain't happening for you. Yeah, reality check. Reality check. You you're the reason. Every time I've done it, I found that that is true. That it was what I wanted, and more than what I would have wanted, and more than I would have ever guessed was on the other side. Bam. You know what I'm saying. Bam. Like, I feel like the only reason that I'm married and on the spiritual path that I'm on is because I took a leap of faith and I faced. You said, wait a minute, you said you only feel the reason why you're what? Well, I met my husband and got married and, and am on this path in my spirituality is because I faced a fear and I left the situation and I just kind of stepped out on, you know, stepped out on faith, as we say. So that is. <laughs> that is, that is a testament right there. I hope y'all heard what she said. She, she, for those of y'all who are single out there and for those of y'all who have maybe not, are not on y'all spiritual walk, she took, she stepped into the fear with her marriage. And I'm going to be real, y'all. I remember when she told me that she won't go get married again. She, I remember, I remember when she told me she won't get married again. And then she stepped right on into that fear and she got married and she is in a happy and successful relationship. Yes. They are golden. And her spiritual life is booming as well. So all I'm saying is like y'all, like y'all keep on don't don't let fear, you know, dictate your life. That's 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 it. Cause you can be blocking all your blessings. You you just don't know what's on the other side of that fear. So you keep on walking in it and um block your blessings if you want to. Don't say I ain't tell you so. Don't say we ain't say nothing. Don't say we we ain't hip y'all to the game. But yeah, but all right, y'all. It's going on forty minutes. We gonna wrap this up. Ayana Moore, do you have anything else you want to say to the peeps before we exit out of this podcast? Uh, just choose yourself. Always hey. choose yourself over everybody else's advice. What do you want to do? Hey. And I'm a second that. Don't be scared to make your decisions, y'all. I'm going to go back on her. Like she said, choose yourself. But don't be scared to make the decisions you want for yourself. Yourself knows. You, right. You are a spiritual being. And only you will ever know what's best for you. Only you will. Don't let the fear stop you from doing the damn thing you want to do. Choose yourself. Choose, get the life that you want. And like she said, be happy. Because happiness is an inside job. Let's be clear. Ain't nothing okay. in this world going to make you happy other than you. It starts with you, and then it flows out from there, in case y'all didn't know. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All right. So, Ayatomo, let them know where they can find you. Y'all can find me on um, IG, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> and. TikTok. I'm always at I am attuned, or you can look up Ayatomore, I-A-A-T-A-M-O-R-E. Uh, my website, I am attuned, is currently um, in uh, under construction, <laughs> so um, that'll be back up in the next couple weeks here. But till then, you can always find me again on those platforms, also on YouTube um, at Ayata Moore. 
Bet. And y'all know, go and check me out at www.heartofamedicinewoman.com. There y'all will find my blog. Y'all will find some great books to read if you're on this self-growth path. I got a ton of good literature up there that helped me during my spiritual path and helped me to um, get to the point where I am now. So definitely check that out. Check me out on Instagram at, at Rashina Nicole. And that's about it, y'all. So, um, yeah, I hope all y'all that have listened to the end of this. First, let me say thank you for listening to the end. And don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, and definitely share this with your friends. I'm pretty sure they can benefit from it as well. And have a, the most beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. Peace, love, and light. And until next time on the Rashina Nicole Podcast. <laughs>